0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's read something from uh, Ephesians 4. The Bible says Ephesians 4.14 that. We henceforth... chance for for thing... Now that's not where we are... But just to see something from there... (laughs) Amen... Hallelujah... It is good to walk in understanding... It is good to walk in revelation... It is good to have convictions... About certain things... Of Christianity... Hallelujah... Otherwise... You begin to fluctuate... You are up today... You are down tomorrow... You are happy today... You are not happy tomorrow... So the Bible says that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine. But then, I'm not examining doctrine this morning. I just want to pick, up, pick, pick out that part that says that we no more be children, tossed to and fro. So children are always tossed to and fro. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible said that be immovable, be stable. I haven't all to stand, stand. If you are always being moved, then you are a child. That's what the Bible is saying. And the Bible is saying that we should not be children for too long... ...so that we are not tossed, to and fro. Hallelujah. I want to tell you from where I stopped on Wednesday. So we, are, we must have this knowledge in us... ...that we are not called to be children. So we are not expected by God to be tossed, to and fro. So we are not supposed to live a Christian life... ...that you are up today, you are down tomorrow... Because when you pray and you see an answer, you are encouraged, you are happy. When you pray and you think the answers are not coming, you are affected. Hallelujah. So let's examine again what we read on what is it. Dan chapter 3. About Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Or that's what we call them. That wasn't the original. That was the name Nebuchadnezzar gave them. But let's read about these guys. Hallelujah. I think in verse, uh, with verse now that I said that We are not careful to answer the old king. Is it verse 18 or 14 or whatever? Go down, 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 down. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay. Let's start from 16. They said something very... They said, O king Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve is able to deliver us. Everybody say, God is able. able. Now, they were about to be thrown into the fire, and they said to the king that, it's not, we don't question God's ability to rescue us from this impending danger. Our God is able to deliver us. Jehovah has the might and the power to, but then they say something, this is the other side of faith that Christians must understand. We all know the first part where we confess, we believe. Waiting on God's ability to do something. Fantastic. But if you don't come to the other side, you cannot be a mature Christian. So they moved a step further. They said, He's able to deliver us. But verse 18. But if not, that's something very weighty. So, King, Your Majesty. God has all the power and the ability to deliver us. We can be rescued right now. But if we are not rescued, we will still not bow. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. If you don't add this second part to the dimension of your faiths, you might find yourself even getting angry with God. Because of what you think you prayed about and you have not received, so these guys were ready. That we know that it's likely God can rescue us. The fire might not, and that was what happened eventually. But they were they were so resolute enough to even say that you know what? Even if that deliverance does not take place, it does not change our position of worship. Glory to God. You know, the men in David's house consider David strange. If you have read 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 12, when the son that Bathsheba gave birth to became sick, David went to the temple and fasted for three days and he was praying. Then the child died and the elders in his house were whispering. One of them said that, look, when the boy was sick, he didn't eat for three days. If we now tell that the boy is dead, he will kill himself. But then David, because he was on the floor for three days. Then he looked, saw them We said, what are you talking about? Is the boy dead? And one of them said yes. And they, were, they expected him to say, hey, Mugbe. <laughs> the guy got up and the first thing he did, he went to the temple to worship. If you were God, how would you feel? No wonder God said, you know what? I don't care what has transpired between you and this woman. This infidelity, this adultery, the next child will be the king. Are you following me? You know, <laughs> I don't want to go into God overlooked the fact that Bathsheba was not a legitimate wife. That step that David took moved God and he said, you know what, the next king is coming from this same one I'm just judging right now. Because of what he did. He got up from the floor, and he went to worship God, and he came back to the house to eat. Many times, you know people's level. You know, the Bible says, I started talking about uh, uh, doing great things for God last week. You know, you know, uh, you know people's level by the kind of reaction they put up when things are not going their way. And it's a test that every Christian will pass through there will be moments where it will look as if your prayers are not be answered. Because God must teach you to walk by faith, not by sight. Are you hearing me? Say amen. amen. So how many people love Jesus yes? here? <laughs> More than anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? <laughs> this is where... <laughs> oh Lord, help me this morning. I'm, I'm thinking of how to pass this message across to us. Are you getting me? First Corinthians chapter two verse nine. I think we we'll read the last two. Let's read again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 So the Bible says First Corinthians two nine. Let's read first Corinthians two nine. But as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear had neither and entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for who? Say there is something prepared. He is not going to prepare them. Those things are already prepared. There is something prepared for you that you have not stepped into. But in the name of Jesus, we will walk into them. The Bible said those who love him. Now, I have found out that there is something about God he gets drawn to someone who loves him. 1st King chapter 3, verse 3 precisely. I want us to read something from there. 1st King 3. Are you with me? Is somebody with me? Yes, Glory to God. Hallelujah. He blesses, he lavishes gifts on people. But beyond those gifts, our love must be established. Hallelujah. Mm. Look at this. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the status of David and his father, only, the, only his sacrifice and burnt incense in high places. This same chapter, that was when God appeared to Solomon in night. The beginning of that revelation, just like the Bible said, that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. What God has prepared for those who love, the moment Solomon's love for God was demonstrated, that same night, God appeared to him and said, Oh boy, what do you want? How many times have you heard God asking men? You know what? He is still asking people today that what do you want? Why so people are pursuing some things? God is decorating some other people with those things. Because Matthew says seeks first the kingdom of 23 and his righteousness and all other things. Once, once God is assured that your heart is already with him, all other things are settled. You know, many times what we call trials are a ways of calling your attention to something. One thing is needful, others are not necessary. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Amen. He started Abraham on this journey. Once a man crosses into the point where God can see that you have a passionate love for him, all doors will be open. Glory to God. Are you, are you with me this morning? Praise the Lord. Out out of all the children that David had, Solomon began to practice this. Now, that same day, he offered... Oh, hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, let's start from verse 31. Romans 8, 31. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. You know, many times, eh, there are many things we can share. But at times we don't share new things, we pay attention to the old things we have learned. What the Bible says in Hebrew chapter 2 is that we need to give honesty to the things we have heard, less at any time. It's not at times what we don't know that is causing or what we are going through. It is what we know that we are not practicing. So Peter said that while I'm in this tabernacle, I will remind you. So many times we need to be reminded of things that we have learned. So Hebrew says that we need to give honesty to the things that we have we have lent them already. said, less at any time. Because the nature of truth is that if your eyes are not focused, or they begin to fizzle out. And with all that we see every day, it is very easy for anything to obscure you, to obscure your face from seeing the light as it should see it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The reason we pray every day is not to give commands to God and ask God what we should do every day. We pray every day. Prayer by itself. It actually keeps you in a state where uh, uh, things are shattered, and so you can be all the king. Are you with me? But if you check the content of people's prayer, there are those who wake up every morning and this shall command to God, protect me, bless me, help me. This and there are those who wake up who ask God, "That what can I do?" Some wait on Him for instruction. Some command Him and give instruction to Him. Are you can? Say, <laughs> are you following me? Praise the Lord. The more you walk with Jesus Christ, the more you begin to know that it's not any request you can make. Those who are truly walking with him, you can't even say, Lord, I want to locate, I want to do this. Opportunities will come, you'll be afraid. You are not walking in fear, but you are praying so that you don't miss it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When the enemy senses that God is about to move in your life, He moves first. And what it brings is so small compared to, it's just a distraction at best. I get what I'm saying. And many times God we allow him to play his role. Very well. It brings something far, something, something too small compared to what God, he has a way of knowing where your season is around. If you check Bible, you will understand. As soon as Jesus finished the 40 days of fasting and prayer, Lucifer was the first to show up. When he led, the Bible said, then the angels came to minister to Why is it that Satan comes first? Enough things, you are going to find that pattern. It comes first before the angels. It comes first before the angels. That's the pattern. Every now and then. So as Jesus received that, anointed that authority. Because the Spirit drove him to the wilderness. And when he completed the 40 days, and he was ready to go into town with the power of the Holy Spirit, the first thing that happened was that Satan came, and he began to give him alternatives. Praise the Lord. You know, somewhere during the week, that was why I went that way on Wednesday. During the week, I received in my spirit like a pulse. that the vision and the things I've been talking about, we know by now that, see, if you walk with God, it will show you something bigger than what you are planning for yourself. God's plan is much more bigger than you can only know a part. So when you desire to be great, there's nothing, like, there's nothing wrong with aspiring to be great. It's just that you can seek it the wrong way. But God has made you great already by being born again. But you know what? He said, I know the thoughts I think was thoughts of good and not. He has bigger plans that you cannot comprehend. Abraham was just looking for a son, just a child to say, I have a child. God's plan was that a nation will come through Abraham. It's always beyond what we are looking for. Because he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or imagine. And many times actually, sincerely, many times. The desire of, of your heart is created there. It's your spirit man at times sensing what God wants to do. But you can only pick a little part of it. So you're asking for it. So I'm beginning to say that I want a new place. why God's plan is that you are building houses for people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Abraham could not have sat down to think about the fact that so our children in Nigeria, in Ghana. All of us are called sons of Abraham right now. He never thought about it. All he wanted was just one boy, one boy. I'm getting older, I need one boy. Have you found yourself praying that one job, one job, one job? And in heaven they are looking at you that one job? <laughs> That's not our plan. We don't have such small plans here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. But when you start praying for revelation, you are going to find out that heaven didn't plan one job for you. Heaven planned that you will employ 1,000 people. Oh, you can say amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. It takes working with God deeply for him to expand. So, last week, I spoke about your heart being enlarged, right? And I said that every Christian needs heart surgery. Because it's by the Spirit you can comprehend the plan of God. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. (laughs) See, this was the reason why uh, this made the devil to kill Jesus. The Bible says, if they are known, they will not have crucified the Lord of glory. When Jesus came to redeem man, Satan had an idea of what he came to do, but he did not understand how he was going to do it. He felt that as he was healing the sick, that was the restoration, so he killed him. So the Bible says later in first Corinthians, that if they are known, they will not, he did not know that anytime Satan tries to stop God's plan, he helps the plan more. When Joseph was sold, it was to stop the dream. But that selling was what helped the dream. He needed to go to Egypt. When they saw it, in the mind of the brothers, when he said that, my sheep stood. <laughs> the young man said, and a silly way of talking. He said, hey guys, I've had a dream. <laughs> and, they, and they all sat around him and they he said, you know the dream I saw, he said, tonight. My, I just had a dream, he said, it was a vision. He said, you Reuben, I saw your sheep, the thing just came and bowed before mine." He said, uh, Judah, you, they call you Judah praise. I saw you bowing also. And I uh, really, to the brothers, what they thought, they actually thought that the inheritance of their father will go to Joseph and everybody would depend on Joseph for support. Then if they knew something about throne, they wouldn't have sold him. Because their father was not a king. He must get out of the house to be able to sit on the throne. But you see, what they interpreted that vision to be was that they said all of us will be serving you in this house. No way. But God was speaking beyond the house. So they sold him and sold him and helped him to become what he wanted to become. Are you, are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Anytime Satan tries to do something against God's plan, he helps the plan to be fulfilled. The Jews were slaves like other people. In the time of Haisharov the king, the time of Esther, When Ammon attempted to kill them, not only were they delivered, they were lifted up. And the king recognized them out of 120 nations that were him. When the enemy moved, this is why fear has no place in a Christian. When you see battle ranging and storm coming, it is because something good. Because the Lord will not prepare a table before you, there are no enemies. So thou preparest a table before me in the presence of what? When you see enemies around, look at the table where there's something on the table for you. Glory to God. This is why there is no fear. When they put Paul in jail, after some, he said, the thing that that happened to me has turned to the furtherance of the gospel. Satan sent him to jail to stop him from preaching around. But he did not know that he needed to be in prison to write letters. If Paul didn't go to prison, he would not have the epistles today. We have epistles because he went to jail. He tried to stop him. He helped the ministry to multiply. Oh, God bless the devil. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Many of us have become deeper in prayer because of the trials we have faced. He thought of quenching our spirits, dealing with us with those, atro- those things, those arrows. But those arrows made us to go to the secret place. Now we have loved the secret place and it's too late. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. In some people were never sick. Kennedy e. aging. Because he was bedridden for how many months? That was why he walked on that scripture until he got up from the palace and he was healed. And forever, the healing ministry. Before Egin became baptized in the Holy Ghost, he was healing more people than healing evangelists. And he, he could not pray in tongues. One thing was certain I was once sick, now I'm healed. If the devil knew that the guy, his books are all over the world now. When I talk about that boy, you're talking about Bishop they were all trained by Kenneth Egin. A man, if the devil knew, wouldn't put sickness on that young boy. But see, he did. Now, I'm saying that whatsoever looks like an issue right now in your life, it will turn to a great miracle and it will turn to a source of blessing to other people. If you have never experienced a low time in business, no matter how much you talk to people, they can't understand what you are saying. There is a kind of grace that comes from a man who has been there before when he's talking. Have you listened to Joyce Meyer before? very simple message. Yes. I don't like listening. the message. are too simple for me. Mm-hmm. God wants you to be happy, like you're lost in. You know, they, but you see, Joyce Mayer, the father was raping her constantly for years. The day she attended to run out of the house, the police station she slept at, the police raped her, everything was upside down. Why you cannot have the kind of anointing that woman is the fact that they step she, they see, one day she shocked me. When she said that to it paid me personally. She said, I saw a meeting with thousands. I said, you know what? It took me 15 minutes to pray for this meeting. You know us in Africa, how we pray? 15 minutes? And you have about 50,000 people in the bro- Now, there's an African man praying for seven days. And they're going to be 11 at the meeting. But you see, here is the difference. When she got born again and God told her to forgive her father. That was something hard. A man praying for 70 days will not do that. Now, the worst part, this same father, after Jasmine got born again, she said, I forgive you. And the man didn't say sorry once. She, he didn't want, sir. She said that I will go home to visit my father. My father will sit down would say, Good morning, sir. And he will bone. And I went and I will talk with my mom. He said, Myself and Dave, my husband decided to be paying for the rent and they will buy groceries, take it to the house. The man, they go and drop her out the kitchen. The man will, bone. He wouldn't recognize, he wouldn't say anything to the two of them. She said, one day she wanted to read that, come. I don't need you for anything. You know, when you feel like saying that, sorry. Because of God, I'm here. Are you all right? Can you imagine? But she kept going for years. Then herself and they bought the man a car. They took him to the man. It didn't seem to be but as soon as they left, they started driving the car around. No call, no thank you, and every time they visited the house, he never spoke to them. And when they greeted him, he never answered. One of the major TV stations showed the father the baptism of the father when he got born again. Such a such a terrible man. But you see, what God needed from that from that woman to prove her love was well just to forgive, so they kept buying those they kept buying those things. You see, love is stronger than hate or oh, hatred. Light is stronger than darkness. Life is stronger than death. Eventually, they broke the man with the love of God. One day, the man called Joyce, your, your father is, I said, to no crying. So what's the police he said? He can't even look at you. He said, I should call you and you should come around. And they met the man and he said, you know what? All the times we were bringing those things to my house, I was fr- I was fronting outside. He said, but I was dying inside me. That every day the pictures of what I did to you will stand before me. And then watching the same girl coming home, buying things. He said, so I didn't know how to react. That, I wanted to use the entry to drive you. He so you said, the more you were coming, at, the more the guilt. But well, you kept coming with the love of God. And he said, can I receive the same Jesus you've received? And just said, well, this is what I've been praying for. All the while. The, 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 all the things she went through. When she's talking to American women or one pastor, Pastor Matthew, wanted to invite Yosemite to UK. They checked her diary. She was, she had, that time she was booked for 24 months ahead. She told Pastor Matthew that that was like 2011, that before you can get it to 2014 and beyond. And he said, I'm not, he said, he said that you are a pastor like myself. Say my diary. No free weekend for the next two years. Some will preach Hebrew, Greek, Latin. But see, nobody's listening to them. That's the, if you are wondering why songs of people like Bob Marley went for the same thing. I guess what I'm saying. From their experience where they were and fighting a social issue, when the song re- released on that note, they go farther than the one that just is in the studio looking for a combination of sound. You can make noise and noise can sell for a while, but there are songs that they will stay. You know Obey song Masiko? Went for many years. Because he was defining the reality of many people. And you know what? That was what was happening to him. You know, my brother wrote his, his biography. When he was a boy living in Facebook and you. And you know, what a testimony. The people in that house said, because Obey sent my brother there to go and take testimony. It's sad. 39 years after, those who lived with him in Facebook and Facebook, they were still there. Spiritual problems are real in Africa. That's a serious matter. And my brother asked one of them, "I said, is it that? Say you, this guy was living with you in this house. I not to go to meet him for help. That guy said, I say, say let's fear God.' Oh, in all honesty, every single time we went to meet him, he gave us one million five hundred thousand. Pay natural We say, my brother said, this is a spiritual problem. He has given you millions many times, and you are still here, thirty-nine years after. One of them took. He said that obey. He arrived here. That was the room. I and mean, when I was looking at the man, that, and you are still here. It's amazing. And they said that I used to judge landlord because he didn't have money. They said, but one thing about him, that everybody would know that he was around because he went to the compound with a song. Regardless of what was going on in his life. They said everybody could tell in the house his arrival every night. That he would run early in the morning to avoid the landlord. He would come very late, but he would come with a song. And he said, those are the songs you guys are listening to right now. That was singing them all by himself. That time. Are you following me? Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is someone blessed this morning? You know nowadays, I'm looking at my time so that they won't query me. So my time is saying that two minutes... 49 seconds. <laughs> is, someone, is someone blessed this morning? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. I, I'm going to continue in second service, but here is what I'm just trying to get across to everybody. What matters to God? Every door can be opened. The great things that thou art seeking, they are just a word thee. But in order to cross to levels, we must first of all grow inside. And that's what God wants to see. Hallelujah. And one of the ways of doing to be consistent in what we do, so that we don't flutter, we, we don't toss to and fro, we are not tossed to and fro by things happening on the outside. And the way to do that is that, what is the most important thing to you? is to love God. They ask Jesus, the greatest commandment, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with the whole of your heart. With you. There is nothing beyond that. What eyes have not seen, they are laid for those who love him. And he will reveal them to us. Hallelujah. Get ready as we go this journey for great revelations. Personally, I'm praying for everybody here that in October, God will show you, give you a glimpse of what He has in store for you. Say amen. Hallelujah. No matter how big the vision you have seen is anyway, or seen will be, what you're going to see, no matter how big it is, it will still be a small part of the whole package. God can never show you everything once. He can't show you everything once. Because you cannot, you can't carry it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When he told Moses that, go and bring them out and worship on this mountain, he never told him that you will point a rod and rest it will part into truth. He wouldn't be able to conceive it that time. But you see, when God speaks also, he talks about destination, he's not bothered about details. He declares the end from the beginning. As far as he's concerned, once he tells you the end, you will get there. If you trust him, nothing stops it. So he doesn't need to tell you details. That you are going to meet fear happy, you are going to meet... As far as God is concerned, those things are irrelevant. I've told that you are going to get to the end and you will. Hallelujah. He said, Mark a perfume at the end of that man is good. But nothing is said about the middle. So quit bothering yourself about middle. The end is great. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But every day we demonstrate this love for God. And we love Him because He first loved us. First John 4 19. And the Bible says, What shall separate us from the love of God? Shall famine. Let's read that and we'll close. That's Romans chapter 8 from 31. Is somebody with me? Say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What then shall we say? If God be for us, who can be against us? Next verse. He been on Next verse 33. Who shall learn each other? 34. I want to know where it starts with. 35. Thank you. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, shall know? No. Or distress, no. or persecution, no. or famine? or nakedness, or peril, or sword. Go on. As it's written. Now, let's go to verse 37. (laughs) In all these things, we are more than through him that that loved us. Verse 38. For I am persuaded. Ask your neighbor, are you persuaded?" persuaded? That neither death, nor life, nor angels, no principalities no power nothing's present nothing now you notice that in verse 35 he was talking about negative things famine peril hunger persecution in this part part he's talking about something powerful he's saying that whether you are low or you are high god's love should be constant i get what i'm saying some christians don't backslide in the time of trial they back out in the time of abundance. By that I mean they, they, they get drawn away. That's what I'm saying. By, by, I'm not saying they are not Christians again. But I'm saying they get drawn away. In the time of abundance. Things can go wrong and they weather the storm. They still trust God. Satan throws everything at them. When he sees that that's not working, prosperity comes and they relax. You can prosper. To the point that you stop praying. Then your faith begins to come. You begin to have faith in your possession. Your money can fix anything. Hallelujah. No TV in your room. Things are okay. Every night you wake up and pray. Now there is DSTV, CSTV, ATV, all kinds of TV. You don't have a decoder up there. You have a satellite at the back of your house. So you can get as many stations as possible. And that's what you want day and night. One program after the other. When it's time to pray, you are still watching. Everything you are watching. Say, Lord, I love you. In all things, you come first. Blessed be your name. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Touring Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.